Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Why, hello, Internet. It's time for Gaming Gumbo, Ready Check Radio's weekly gaming wrap-up show. Welcome, welcome. It is Saturday, a little after 7 p.m. Eastern, and we're live, as always, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. That's R-A-I-D-E-O. If you're not following us, not subscribed, not helping out and everything, we would appreciate it. Right there at the bottom of the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on Spotify, it's readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. In the upper right, we've got all the socials, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all of it. Go subscribe, follow, turn on those notifications, tell your friends. If you like what we do, that's the biggest way you can support us, and it doesn't cost you a dime. Mango liking the graphics. Well, thank you, Mango. You can thank the man himself in a minute. We're going to interview, or we're going to review, we're going to interview E3, guys. We're just going to interview. E3 is here. We're going to interview it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to review days two, three, and four of E3 here on Gaming Gumbo. Now, if you're looking for day one, we already covered that on last week's show. We were able to get that in since it had basically finished by the time we went live. So this will be two, three, and four. Check out last week's show on readycheckradio.com or on YouTube if you want to see our day one thoughts. Giving those thoughts, as always, Mr. Jason Winter, how are you, sir? Uh, you know pretty well, and I want to wish a happy birthday today. To happy birthday to to Mr. Ronald Winter, the man right here in the blue shirt. Oh, eighty eight survived eighty five years despite having to raise uh, some crazy kids. So, oh, is that daddy? Is that daddy? Yep. Oh, yep. happy birthday to dad. That's awesome. Yeah, it was the old old man Winter. Although I've kind of started to become that now. So. <laughs> old man Winter. I don't even want it's, to think it's, about it. It sounds like like the like a German version of Santa. Old man Winter. Like you always you never just heard that phrase before. Old like, man winter, yeah. I never have no. You never what? I, That's I like haven't. A thing, okay. Is it really a thing? Like I don't know. Come on, Chad. You've old Chad man heard of winter. winter. You know. I, it's a Wikipedia thing. It's a personification of winter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that. I know I've it doesn't actually that. get cold where you live, but you know. Please, I'm in Pittsburgh. It gets cold every. Yeah, yeah. It's not Minnesota. Whatever. Yeah, it's not new. To, it is not new to me. I now that I have Wikipedia, it yes, I've seen that represented a different story. So, okay. Uh, also on the line, Yod Mango likes your graphics. What's up? Thank right. you, Mango. Uh, I have no cat ears this time because I am back at my home studio. You, but your camera <laughs> looks a lot better. Your like camera color does balance look a lot is looking better. nice. Yes. Like you look sharp. Yes. You are HD yes. like a mother. That sucker is the new. Logitech Logi 922. Oh, look at you plugging. Don't give them yeah. plugs. They don't They don't pay for ads. No kidding. But they might if we keep plugging. No, that's not <laughs> no, the way that no, works. No. <laughs> that's not the way that works. You You're don't pay us exposure or something. What is I it? do you really like the, the webcam, though. You don't so buy you know. the cow when you can get the milk for free, right? That's the, that's the <laughs> that's same. That's true. That's true. You that's ever true. hear that that's one, true. Jason? Yeah, I've heard that. You've heard that one? That, okay. You've heard that That one. is a saying, just like, you know, Old Man <laughs> old Winter. Old Man Winter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's do this. Uh, we're going to review E3's day two, days two, three, and four. We'll take them kind of just in the order they happen. That doesn't mean that necessarily we'll be covering in the order they happen that day. But, you know, if... Something happened on day two. We're cut. We'll cover it. And at the end, instead of a game of the week segment, we're going to give our personal awards for a number of categories, uh, three categories to be specific for the E3 event as a whole, products, games, all of that. And then what we want you to do on readycheckradio.com or on YouTube is in the comments below. Give us your picks for those three awards. So that will replace game of the week this week. Gentlemen, you ready? There already is with me. He sounds so thrilled. <laughs> so it's E3. Thrilled. You were the one who was before the show. You're like, I'm just so glad I'm going to talk about it. It doesn't mean I'm not excited to talk about it. It just means I'm glad this is the last time I have to talk about it. I talked about it. like three and a half, four miles today. I'm just tired. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> we just did it on 
Relic Grind did it on uh, MMO Bomb's free <laughs> playcast on Friday. Go watch that, MMOBomb.com. Uh, did it on Mr. Happy's channel last night. So this is the last time I got to talk about E3. So day two. I watched all that crap and even talked about some of it. So yeah. <laughs> Until the revenge of E3. It is the revenge of E3. It <laughs> E4. is. It is. Yeah, E4. E4. <laughs> uh, and then, by the way, so we're going to hit the big spots, but I did ask both gentlemen if there's something that they want to bring in that like was a favorite of theirs or whatever on those days. By all means, bring them in. In an hour, we can't cover everything. Uh, yeah. So day two, the biggie, pretty apparent, was the Xbox Bethesda conference. They teamed up after the $7.5 billion buyout, and the, oh, these titles are going to start being exclusive to Xbox, and everybody, you know, at Microsoft going, yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, we did buy them. Yeah, they probably right. are. Uh, and so the big news coming out of this one was Starfield, obviously, gentlemen. Uh, this was the title they've been working on for a while. People have wanted to see it. What is it? A new IP from Bethesda. It's not something that's in the Skyrim series or something that they are in the Elder Scrolls series or something they have established. So what is the deal here? We did get a reveal on this. We also got a release date, too, of November... 2022. 2022. Yeah. yeah 11, Wasn't 12. it November 11, 2022? Yeah. 2022. Yeah. So, my, what sucked here for me was I was actually streaming while this portion was on, and somebody uh, came into the stream and was like, Mike, you were right. Starfield coming out this November. Uh, and I was like, huh, because I had speculated on previous shows, Jason, that they could yeah, pull yeah. what they did with Fallout 4, where they announce it, and a few months later it's out. And I was like, oh, cool, I got that one right. Awesome. Uh, Jason thought I was crazy for that. And uh, and then Jason messages me later and goes, there goes your prediction. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I got it right. And he's like, no, you didn't. What the hell are you talking You're about? You're a year oh, off. You, so you said someone else told you. I thought you'd said no, it yourself. No, it was a Ninja oh, okay. in chat is apologizing because it was Ninja. Yes. Oh, okay. Ninja so came that. to my stream and was like, Starfield 11-11-2020. <laughs> or 2021. Uh, honestly, I, I don't know. There's still a lot to to learn about this title in particular. Am I interested? Yes. Uh, but I, I don't know enough about it to know, like, is it going to be a day one purchase or something like that, Jason? What are you feeling about Starfield now that you've seen a little something at least? I'm feeling absolutely nothing different because I didn't really see anything. I saw a video with some space stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a really I, 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 pretty cutscene. Yeah. It is pretty, but, you know, but it's, it's a cutscene. A cutscene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what I'm feeling is that we're not getting Elder Scrolls 6 until at least 2024. But because this, you yeah. this is going to be the only big thing they hype for the next year and a half. But what you don't know is this is Elder Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> Elder Scrolls in space. Elder Scrolls in space. What's up, Doc Holiday? Welcome to chat. You are catching these shows one after another. Doc watching uh, <laughs> me on Mr. Happy's show yesterday. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I think one of the bigger things that I took away from this, not only is Starfield, which, yeah, I'm certainly interested in. I like space exploration. It looks... You know, in that vein of Mass Effect, that type of explore Mass the Effect. galaxy type thing. Uh, so, Yod, I feel like this could be right up your alley if they take that it's kind possible. of route. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you do like the mass of the effects a little bit, a little bit. I, I do, I do. That was, but the... you know, Go Destiny ahead. Two is still my favorite game. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely keeping my eyes on it. We got a while though. We got a while, a little over a yep. year. I I need to see gameplay. I mean, that that's what it is. That sandwich doing. looks good. That's that is a high definition sandwich, sandwich right there <laughs> in that trailer. Nice textures. You yeah. know, you see the meat in there. I the, am the I am a sandwich guy. I I don't think you gentlemen <laughs> know how much I love. I'm gonna have sandwiches for dinner after this. Like I'm gonna get a subway sandwich or something after this. Because yeah, I'm debating. Making a sandwich or trying to convince the wife to go out to hot pot. I, just don't teleport bread. I love sandwiches. Don't teleport bread. <laughs> don't teleport bread. <laughs> a little Team Fortress reference. There. That is a TF oh reference. Oh my god. So 
uh, on the flip side of this, this was kind of like Bethesda's big thing. And yeah, there were nods to some other stuff, but this was what everybody wanted to see. On the Xbox side of things, Jason, we got more on the Halo Infinite front. Maybe some people disappointed that we really didn't see any single-player stuff, particularly because previous previews weren't all that great and people would have liked to have gotten a look at some of the progress or changes. But as you and I talked about on MMO Bomb uh, on the Free to Play cast Friday, lots of good stuff on the multiplayer front that is getting even people like you and I that are you know, aware of Halo, but not really Halo fans, kind of going, you know what? I'm going to check out what you're doing. I'm going to check out what you're doing. Yeah, this has a chance to actually be, I think, a really big deal going into next year, late, late this year, early next year, when, after it launches, because they're just, they said they're taking a lot of things from a few different things and making them into, you know, a, a good game, which is what a lot of companies do, but that they've I think that's good they've taken the time to, to examine things and to lay things out in the way they have and are, are sort of merging the the team battle stuff with a little battle royale flavor and the way they're doing their battle passes with how they never expire that sort of thing a lot of the customization aspects they're putting into the game just it just feels really good and looks like it could be like I said even something that non-halo fans like you and I are going to get into and you don't have to spend a dime yeah, you, you don't have to spend a dime to, to yeah, mess yeah, around with the play, multiplayer because right. it's absolutely free to play, which we, we thought when it was leaked, that totally makes sense, right? Go the Warzone route, do a Battle Royale mode or whatever type of mode yeah. you want to do, make that free to play. It has obviously worked wonders on the Call of Duty side of things, so why not do it? But it just seems like they're taking those extra steps on here. Yod, as being a Destiny 2 fan, this was, when we talked about it on the free-to-play cast, this was the first game I went to. Destiny 2 ha- absolutely has that fear of missing out with the season pass and with their in-game it events does. and stuff. It does. And now it they've really kind does. of done it with the actual content too, right? With the vaulting yeah. of certain planets and stuff. I thought Which, it was I'm tremendous. That. I thought it was tremendous that they were like, hey, you know what? Season passes, don't worry about it. If you want to go back and buy season one season pass, however they price it with like free tiers, premium tiers, we don't know that stuff yet, but assuming you buy them for 10 bucks, 15 bucks, hey, you want to go do season one, but we're on season six? Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. Give us 10, 15 bucks and, and go ahead and start your progression yeah, on season one. That, that is that tremendous. That's more like how, uh, how Final Fantasy handles their XIV stuff. Because you can literally go and play the entire freaking game from start to finish, which I did like a year ago. <laughs> so that that's good. I hope that Destiny comes and comes back and lets you play that old content again. Because I did miss out on a few things I paid for. But um, I I the, the Halo thing, the Infinite stuff they showed, it feels like a it, a long pre-rendered trailer to me. I didn't see any in-game footage. There's so there. yeah, they they should that, that was yeah. that, that was not in-game footage. There was no HUD system. They have released no. since since E3. They have released like half a dozen different videos uh, on all yeah. kinds of different things, and there there's definitely been gameplay shown in some of them. Okay, yeah, because the, the and, and the I'm not say, I'm not sitting here saying, anything. oh wait, hey, by the way, no, it looked amazing. It looks like Halo multiplayer. Like to me, it the, does. It, it does. It, it's updated graphics, and okay, it looks like Halo multiplayer. Uh, I'm not. But I mean, yeah, it's to me the 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 stuff they showed at E3 because we're talking about the stuff they showed at E3. Uh, yeah, <laughs> did not show anything to me that said in game. It moved to it yeah, did move I first person. That's not a it big did deal. no. Don't get me wrong. It did move to first person, but because of the smooth transition and the fact that there was no HUD there, it was very much a pre-rendered setup. That you can easily do. On okay, a, on a, I'll give um, you. I'll give you that it may have been a pre-rendered setup, but whatever, I, sure. well, I'll give you that it may have been a setup. But I honestly think, and this is just me guessing, watching it, I think it's more. It was a more in-engine setup. It may have been a recorded yeah. demo of what was going on, just to ensure there was no performance issues or anything. But uh, Jason, I kind of lead more towards if it was that, it was in-engine. I don't think yeah, it was pre-rendered yeah, no cutscening type stuff. No doubt. I, I don't know. I mean, the the, the single-player portion that they showed of Master Chief was, you know, that was definitely a cutscene. Look, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, not yeah, yeah. Saying, I'm, I'm watching it right now. I see a, a reticle. Mm. So, I mean, You're a reticle. 
Oh, <laughs> got him. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't show shots or whatever, you know, ammo left or whatever. But yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, that's in, in Angela. I don't know. I, yeah, it's, well, I don't know. To me, it, it you know, We're gonna I, I wanted to see the entire HUD set up and, you know, an, an actual going at it in in game. So do we still know nothing more about release besides 2021? Holiday. That's it. Holiday 2020. Holiday, yeah, holiday. So, so probably November. Probably November, probably, yeah. yeah. Wow. Not that far away. Not yeah. that far away. Uh, they did give us a little bit of story. They did give us a little bit of story. And there's going to be story in the... There's going to be, like, lore stuff in the free-to-play multiplayer stuff, too, in case you're not, like, a long-time series vet you can kind of catch up on some bigger things. I, I love it. I love it. I do hope that it's not required lore. Yeah. I'm kind because of that, okay that with that. At least for the... That, at least well, for the... That's, that's one of the problems I have with Destiny is that there are sections of the story that you have to go and play multiplayer on. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't want to play multiplayer. I don't have a clan I play with anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I yeah. Wanted, I think you know, this, I think this is going to work a little different because it's exclusive to the multiplayer mode for the free players. Yeah, uh, so like so I said, I, I hope yeah. it's you know it's not required for the main I, story. Yeah, I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be. Jason, I'm kind of smart I for them not I, to do it. This might be the first like Halo thing I've ever kind of looked forward to a little <laughs> bit. I'm just like, wow, yeah, what a turnaround. I, but honestly, have you, have you ever gotten into a, like a shooter? Competitive that wasn't like didn't have the PV elements like cycle or something like that. Um, well, no, because everything that I yeah. like along that front is like division, <laughs> division two, destiny yeah, two, mostly, yeah. you know, and those are very PVE centric with multiplayer yeah. stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but I've never played a Halo game all the way through. So even with PVE, there's that. I've never played a Halo game all the way through. Maybe I'll play this one all the way through. We'll see. Maybe, maybe. What else did they... Oh, they did uh, <laughs> Hut on the Heels of Blood Hunt, the free-to-play Battle Royale vampire game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you missed us talking about that, go back a few episodes. <laughs> they revealed uh, Redfall. Redfall. Now, not a Battle Royale, but also a vampire game. Uh, not in the that vampire. The, to be clear, not in the vampire the masquerade franchise. Uh, mm -hmm. This is just vampires, not vampire. Uh, this looked uh, a bit more along the PVE spectrum of things, Jason, than the the battle royale. Yeah, I'm pulling up the trailer now. Yeah, yeah, I got to show. I got to show. I'm trying to remember it. Okay, actually, show it on the screen. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. It, oh yeah, that one. Yeah, was kind of the goofy people. Mm -hmm. the, yeah, yeah. It, looks, it looks interesting. It looks really neat. I can see it maybe being like a horde mode type game, with, with uh, you know multiplayer where you get a bunch of friends together and all kinds of vampires come at you. It also on some level almost reminds me of like Fortnite of Save the World, like the way they presented that originally with a bunch of goofy people hanging out together and defending their stuff from the, the evil mm. hordes. Yeah, and this is this is very on the co-op side yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah, Rather than the, the PvE side of things. Um, I thought this looked pretty cool. And we've got a oh, yeah. slew of things happening in this like kind of multiplayer co-op shooting mm -hmm. genre over the next twelve months or so. I mean, we've got this, we've got Rainbow Six Extraction, which we talked about last week. We've got Aliens Fire Team coming along those same lines. If you look at Babylon's Fall from Square Enix, that's not a shooter, but it is the multiplayer co-op stuff. So, like, if you are in the PVE realm and and looking for, you know, I've got a couple friends, three or four friends, and we go do stuff, I, I think you're about to have a pretty good year. Like, even if they're not all award-winning games, I think you're about to have a pretty good year, Jason. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely a lot out there. Well, good year or year and a half or two years, however long it takes for some of these to get out. You're right. <laughs> That's the that's the thing too, yeah. That's so we we gonna we gonna add this one to our needs need to play while on game and gumbo game list. Yeah, we I mean we definitely can we definitely can. I'll play anything that you guys want. Do, the release date on this one uh, is summer twenty twenty two, so we got some, so time, we got some time on time. this one. Yeah, summer. But we got to do aliens. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We'll do we'll do fire and, team. We'll do fire team. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do blood hunt. Ugh. 
I don't. <laughs> I have to cover that for MMO bomb, and I don't want oh, to. <laughs> Come on, you're gonna love it. We're gonna have a great time with Blood Hunt. Uh, are we gonna duo the first oh look, Jason? God. We should duo I don't know. the we first could. look. We oh could. my god! If we can squad into Blood duos, Hunt. it's for kind the of first tough in a battle royale, I guess, but we could try it. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and then kind of like big surprise. I am amazed that this one wasn't leaked in any way, shape, or form. And if it was, I didn't see it at all. And from the reactions in chat, I, I don't think many people saw it if it was leaked at all. Outer Worlds 2 got confirmed. I love the, the logo. <laughs> I love the Outer Worlds. Was, I didn't play the DLC, unfortunately. I just haven't had time to circle back to it. But I absolutely love the original game. Faye has been playing through it on stream. She took a little bit of break uh, and has been doing Diablo with you guys, Yad and, and Tarkov. Yep. She's going to yep. go back to it this coming Thursday because she does want to finish Outer Worlds before Outer Worlds 2 comes out. Yeah. I was I was kind of stunned and surprised to see this there, Jason. Yeah, I mean, it's only, what, two years old, I think, to be original. Yeah. Like, late, mid, late 2019. There was no, there was no date given for this, was there? Uh, what for the no. uh, release window? No, it was just the logo. Yeah, it was yeah, just the, the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I am a little surprised, but it could still. This might not be until like at least two years, I think. Yeah, it, it's gonna. Be, uh, I, I want. I want to estimate next year. I want to guess mm -hmm. next year. I don't. I think. I think holiday next year is like the earliest. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Or, yeah that's what I was that, saying. That, that's yeah. what I'm guessing. Yeah. Year. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Because the the original was holiday 2019. 2019. Mm -hmm. So this would be two. Uh, holiday next year would be three years from release of the actual yeah. original product. So, uh, but I am so glad to see uh, Outer Worlds continue. I I absolutely thought it was tremendous. Love it. Love it. The big winner for the entire Xbox showcase for me, by the way, was the freaking Game Pass. That was insane. I mean... That was insane. <laughs> the Xbox Game Pass just keeps getting better and better to the point where, like, okay, I was a calculus major in high school, right? Or in college. And I'm like, mathematically, how is this going to work long-term for you guys? Like short term, yeah, you're getting the fifteen bucks here, the ten dollars here from millions of us. But this has to long term dig into sales something fierce. Like even if the the premise is the game won't always be available on the Game Pass, so at some point, if it's something you really liked and you wanted to keep it, you are gonna have to buy it because things get rotated in and out. But God, it's what they're advertising. What right now? There's six big games in six months on Game Pass for the rest of the year out here. And then basically everything they showed off in this show, Yod, they were like, oh yeah, by the way, day one release, Game Pass. Right. And of course, all of Bethesda's library. Yeah. I mean, it just, uh, Microsoft was like, very quietly for the last five or six years, just kind of playing the even keel gaming company and in the background, building up this freaking juggernaut of a service. I don't know You're if it always... I, I don't know if it always stays the biggest value in gaming, Jason, but right now there is no doubt in my mind that the biggest value in gaming is the Xbox Game Pass, period. Yeah, and it's it's getting such a lead over everyone else. Even if PlayStation were to start something right now, even with their library, it'd be like, I think they have a lot, have a lot of trouble getting people who are like, yeah, I could pay another eight bucks or whatever for that, for the PlayStation Pass, but I'm already doing Xbox and it's got so much stuff there right. and I've got that set up. Do I really want to switch? Do I want to get both? It costs too much, maybe. And yeah, no. so, yeah, I mean, they they've established themselves as basically the Netflix of this kind of thing. And any other company, any other you know company that wants to try and compete with that has to start from there, basically, and basically beat Netflix right out of the gate, so to speak. Yeah, and yeah. we we talked about on this show how Netflix actually wants to get into the game streaming stuff mm -hmm. too. <laughs> they've got to be watching this, going, "Shit, we're too late. We're too late. Yeah, <laughs> we're too late. <laughs> we're too late." Uh, it, it's, it is remarkable to me, the turnaround, though, because for years and years and years, PS, the PS Plus membership for me was one of the largest values in gaming. And that was just giving you a, you know, a free game or two or sometimes three per month. And then all the, you know, you did get extras in, you know, here's, oh, free to play games. We're going to give you some currency and Warframe and stuff like that periodically. But to me, that was like. 50, 60 bucks a year, no brainer. Yeah, that, not only do I want it for the multiplayer stuff, but then when I converted my Xbox Gold 
membership, annual membership into the Game Pass stuff. And just, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to stream the medium on the day it comes out. Do I want to stream it on my Xbox Series X or do I want to stream it on my computer? Like, these were right. never thoughts that you had with PSN. It was like, well, I'm going to play it on the PC then. Uh, okay, I'm, today I'm going to, I feel like chilling in bed. I'm just going to play it from the Xbox and just pick up my progress. I mean, it's just freaking amazing. Loving it. Loving it. I hope that it's not one of those things that, like, every six months, a year and a half, two years down the road has a price increase, though. <laughs> because it's just becoming more and more financially not carryable. I, I think once once they get enough of the market share, that might be their game plan. Maybe. Yeah, they you, you, build up that market you particularly share. liked replaced. I did. Which I, isn't I, the, one which isn't one a lot of people were talking about after the show. No. Um for some reason the, the art style in it and the fact that it's a two point five instead of three D yeah. game, you don't see that very often. But the the uh, the storyline's a little intriguing. But the the art style that they're using and the fact that it's a 2.5 D game was really intriguing to me, and I, I want to see more of it. Yeah, the actual but, description on Steam is replaces a 2.5 D sci-fi retro futuristic action platformer where mm -hmm. you play as Reach R E A C H, an artificial intelligence trapped in a human body against its own will. Replaced yeah. combined cinematic platforming, pixel art, and fl free flow action combat set in an alternative 1980s. Like, yeah. Th th is this just like a Stranger <laughs> Things plot? Like, it, it feels like it. It, it really does feel like it. Like, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I totally missed this one until you put, you added it to the show notes, and I had to look it up so that I could know what the hell it was. And I was like, I'm gonna buy that. Yeah, we, well, the, the wife and I was watching the uh, Engadget 17-minute day two, you know, review of everything that was released, and it just flashed on the screen. She's like, oh, check that out. I was like, what the f***? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I had to go look it up. It's another it, 2022 yeah. title, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. 2022. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. And I don't think it's going to be one of those, like, expensive ones either. That looks to me like a $25, $30 kind of yeah, yeah, just smaller studio to, experience. You know, jet along on. The other big thing from day two was obviously the Square Enix showcase. Now, we're not going to go super into depth on every announcement they made here. Go watch this past Thursday's oh. The Relic Grind, where we did exactly that. You know, we reviewed the <laughs> entire thing. But uh, I will reserve my opinions for you to go watch that show. But I did want to give Jason, you, and Yod a, a brief few mo moments here if there was something in the Square Enix showcase that you really liked, you really hated, or just your thoughts on the their showcase in general. We'll start with you, Jason. Um, so, of course, I watched that. I watched Rather Grind. You saw most of my comments in there. and Yeah. I, I, I agree with you on just about everything about how kind of disappointing that Final Fantasy anthology thing is with it being set, with it being set up the way it is. How they're going to be way too expensive. Oh, the pixel uh, remaster stuff, yeah. Yeah, with the the Origins thing, the chaos guy or whatever. That's yeah, whatever. But uh, the one thing I kind of disagree with you on is I didn't mind watching like twenty or thirty minutes of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I was kind of entertained by it, even though you're right, it probably did go too long. They probably should have put more stuff out there. But I, I actually liked it. So. But you care about that IP. To some degree, yeah. I'm yeah. not like a huge. Marvel I don't guy, care but... about it at all. So sure, to me, sure. <laughs> like five minutes would have been too long for me. So yeah, I'll, I'll concede the point on that one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, what do you think of the? Oh, sorry, I will say just otherwise. I think it was a little bit of a letdown, like especially the fact they didn't have any real, you know, core Final Fantasy stuff there. But, yeah. Yod. Yeah. So I, I was watching Relic Grind kind of, you know, off to the side because I was playing Destiny Two at the time. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, Jason, that the the, the, the uh, pixel stuff is a little too expensive. What it's going to look like, especially if it's only on mobile and some other platform Steam. and. Yeah, and Steam and not on Switch, which it could totally work on. That was my biggest, like, what are yeah, you doing? Yeah. If you don't want to right, put it exactly. on the PlayStation or the Xbox, that's fine. But this was tailor-made for Switch. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, and also Guardians of the Galaxy, I like the IP as well. Um, I thought it was all right. Uh, there's a few character designs that they shouldn't have tweaked as far into comic land as they did. Like, um, Star Lord and um, 
can't remember his name right now. The green guy, Drax. Brad Drax. Drax. Uh, and and Gamora's outfit just needed to go. Her shoulder yeah, pads came that right was, out that of was the eighties. <laughs> so yeah, those three needed to, to dial back the comic book look a little bit, a, just a skosh. But overall, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I liked how they designed Rocket and Groot. So. You know what I'm thinking though? <laughs> I'm now thinking yeah. of it that yeah. Mike, you don't want to play Blood Hunt, and I kinda do. And I'm looking at it and going, I have no desire to play uh first first soldier, but I know you kinda do. So it's like <laughs> that that's our stupid battle royale game where we're each kind of interested in the other uh, games. I, I hate battle royale. I'm not games. interested in first soldier. That's Tark. Tark yeah, is Tark. First soldier can well, go said, fuck itself. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to try it just so I can speak intelligently about it. And uh, okay. I mean, I imagine we'll cover it in a little bit of an extent on MMO Bomb since it's free. But uh, even All though right. it's just mobile, but yeah, that thing could go die in a fire. As far as I'm, as far as I'm <laughs> it, concerned, it can go I'm more interested in Blood Hunt than I am it, in First Soldier. Wow, okay. <laughs> there, there's All plenty right. of IPs that you got to hate watch or hate play just yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doc Holliday saying First Soldier was okay. Tark said the same thing. He played in the beta, yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. it on the Relic Grind. He said it's it's a little sketchy right it's now. There's some stuff he that needs to be improved. Like it. He, he yeah, really he wanted does. to like he, it. He does. He wants to like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me, I'm like, you keep trying to cash in on that seven. And you know what? <laughs> Uh, this is oh, the first one oh I'm not going to buy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, my biggest thing uh, walking away from that that I will give here, just so uh, more in-depth opinions on the Relic Grind, of course. You could defer to that. I felt very weird, both on the Relic Grind and on Happy Show, bashing the hell out of Final Fantasy Origin, but at the same time loving the game. Uh, it was very weird. The trailer was awful. The trailer <laughs> did nothing to help sell that game. Then the demo on PlayStation 5 didn't work for two days. It was a corrupted ooh, file. Ooh, then ooh. when it did work, I still think the main hero needs to be revamped and the AI companions just need to go the hell away. They're, <laughs> it's horrible. Like, And then having all said all of that, I'm like, but I love playing that demo, man. I love playing that demo. I like Demon's Souls, Dark Souls. Uh, so that's fine. Yeah, I don't expect it. It may not be Final Fantasy enough for some people, but for me, I like Team Ninja. I like Neo. I like most of the Ninja Gaiden stuff. I like Demon Souls and Dark Souls with from From Software. This is very much in that vein. It's got enough Final Fantasy for me to be like, yeah, some Final Fantasy nods. But that that hero needs to go away. Like, I, it, it looked cool. It is fun. It is very it's pretty. Hard. It's hard too. So it's. I, I wish I could try it on PS4. No, nope. I really do. <laughs> Demo on PS5 <laughs> nope. only. Another nope. weird thing, considering that it's going to be released you, on the I remember PS4. Are you saying something along the lines of your two partners are dumber than Goofy and Donald? From oh, Kingdom they're Hearts? far worse than Goofy and Donald. <laughs> far worse. Uh, Goofy and Donald in Kingdom Hearts, I will consider <laughs> healing. When these two go down, I'm like, yeah, I'm not giving you any of my potions. I only have six, and they're all going to be for me because you're useless. You're absolutely so, useless. what is the story on that anyways? The, the story we that actually goes don't that. know. Um, it, it's very much in the vein of the original Final Fantasy for the NES. Okay. You know, you've got okay. Garland, Chaos, Warriors of Light, right. that type of thing. But we really don't know if they're going to do a reimagined version of the Final Fantasy One storyline or if they're going to be playing up, maybe this is a little more of a prequel type thing. Uh, and since time travel is involved in the original Final Fantasy, a lot yeah. is really open. We don't know on that front yet. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, because from what I understood, it was a reimagining. But then <laughs> it was like maybe the it's not. Personally, I say it was like inspired by, but not necessarily. Yeah, personally, I think that's the way it's going to go. Inspired by retelling of that that story. Okay. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, all, right. all in all, you know what it yeah. makes me think of though your description of it. It makes me think because I know a lot of people didn't like the the kind of goofy, corny J-pop vibe of Final Fantasy X-2. Oh, yeah. I thought the gameplay of it was really good. Yeah, I thought it was excellent in terms of gameplay, but I, I kind of like people 10 just couldn't too. stand. But I really like Ten as well. So, yeah, <laughs> well, the, sure. The Ten Two Ten Two combat's fantastic. The gameplay is just awesome. I could go without the concerts every fifteen minutes, but yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But then I play PSO2, and I'm like, when's the next Kuna concert? When is it? When is it? Got to go get my buff. 
<laughs> well, that's what you right. care about is for. Gotta go get my buff. <laughs> yeah, so if they give you a buff, what's she singing? Eternal year. encore. Oh damn! I heard this one the last seven concerts. All right, I'll sit here and bebop to it anyway. Uh day three, gentlemen. Day three. Day three. Day three. There was a 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 day yeah. three. Day nine? No, that's somebody different. That's somebody different. <laughs> nah, nah. Day three, we uh, the biggie was kind of uh, Capcom coming to the stage. Now, here's the thing. Capcom, I know a lot of people were disappointed in Capcom's show, but they kind of did exactly what they said they were going to do. Like, they, yeah. <laughs> they released information ahead of time on this is what we're showing, um, but people were still kind of disappointed. I was okay with Capcom's show, lukewarm. I really didn't expect much of this. A lot of it focused either on Resident Evil or on Monster Hunter. Uh, and I kind of feel like that was the right play for Capcom coming out of the gates on this one. If they didn't have anything to splash, make a big splash, stick with the stuff that's making little splashes for you right now. On the Resident Evil front, uh, we got news that DLC is confirmed to be in the, the beginning stages of development now for Resident Evil Village. So I would anticipate we probably have, you know, six to eight months before we actually see anything on that uh, as far as release dates and stuff like that. Jason, this kind of has to focus on Lady D, right? You like, gotta think. I, mean, what, I can think of two reasons why I would. I mean, but that's it. <laughs> three. There's three. Yeah, well, she, does, she does have that thick booty. Um Two in the front, one in the back. Yeah, but I, I think that has to be the play here, right? Like, when you put that character out, you saw how compelling it was for all oh, these yeah. people on the internet, oh, yeah. and then realizing as the developer before the game came out, she's in 20% of our game. Like, I think, obviously, that's where you're... So, is it Lady Especially. DLC? Is that what we call it? <laughs> Especially because the notice said, by popular demand, development just started on initial DLCs. Yeah, that... That that that's them going to their developers. They get, get going. Work on it now. Yeah. Now. Yeah. How about how do you how do you guys feel about an origin story? Go ahead, kick that yeah, shit yeah, up yeah, yeah. right now. Totally, right yeah. now. totally. I'll buy it. I'll be. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I liked Village enough that I'm in. Even if it's about one of the other characters, or if they try to do a side thing with you know Ethan and Mia, or or maybe they focus on Chris. I don't know. Uh, if they decide It'd to go Chris. that route, I'm in. Yeah, Chris is another angle. I think they could take the DLC in a little bit. I'm in on DLC no matter what it is. I, I enjoyed uh, Village enough to... Maybe it could just be a VR, VR game where all you ever see is Ethan's hand. <laughs> yeah, That's just his hand cut off at the wrist. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, you, a little bit of coat. If you bought Village, uh, you're, you have your code for Reverse, the multiplayer version. That actually launches next month, so you'll be able to claim that. Well, I mean, you can already claim it, but you can't do anything with it, so... Uh, all in all, pretty quiet on the Resident Evil front, except for the announcement of the DLC. The Monster Hunter stuff got kind of a, a lot of love with um, Stories 2 being announced and, and shown. Well, not announced, but shown. Rise 2 being shown. Lots of Monster Hunter love, including some... I watched, uh, like, I don't know what it was, like 40 minutes of gameplay after their show where they were playing one of the Monster Hunters 2. And, uh, that was and, on the Nintendo Treehouse. Yeah, on the Nintendo Treehouse. That's it. Thank you. And they were um, talking about like getting new players into the game and how Stories 2 is, is kind of focused more on if you, if you know certain things, you know certain things. There's nods, but getting new players in. I like the Monster Hunter franchise. I'm not super, super into it. I, I do kind of like one playthrough. I'm not that guy that goes back and keeps going back and keeps going. I play too many things for that. But I always do kind of one playthrough at least. Um, I don't know if either of these really did anything for me enough to want to pick them up. Maybe Rise. Uh, but I don't think I'm going to grab stories too. At least not initially. Jason, I know you dabble in like the Dauntless type game. Uh, or the free to play behemoth smashing more professionally than personally albeit because you know you do previews and stuff with them um i don't think you've ever spent money on a monster hunter though like have you ever bought one yourself not only have i not but my partner actually bought the monster hunter world and i've had it we've had it on the playstation for like two or three years now and i've still never touched it so it's just not a genre that 
excites me, I guess. So Capcom basically like was a total yeah, the wash show was, for yeah. you. <laughs> Resident Evil Monster Hunter. Okay, that's nice. I mean, it's good for other people, sure, but it's just yeah. It was a total that was Capcom stuff. I was into was like Street Fighter. Total that's... bust. Yeah, they didn't show a lot on the fighting front. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that yeah. actually. Uh, I would have yeah, thought they had something. Something. Yod, what'd you think? I know you like Resident Evil. You're, you're Resident okay. Evil was good. You're, I, you're with. I, you're down with Monster Hunter. How'd you like Capcom? Uh, Capcom wasn't bad. I mean, it, it wasn't amazing because there was nothing really that, you know, wasn't that expected. Um, obviously, the Resident Evil stuff when you play it, when you when you stream it, the DLC, I'll be watching it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have Monster Hunter World on PSN. Uh, I haven't played it since it came out, and we ground through it for like a month or two, and then kind of my group kind of dropped it. Uh, I thought Monster Hunter Rise was cute, and it will attract a lot of younger audience, especially when you start calling them monsties instead of monster. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think they're going to do good for themselves, but it wasn't anything amazing for me personally. Ace Attorney coming back. Yeah, not for me. I object. You <laughs> that was a very big finger, Jason. <laughs> your camera, you you like got the exact angle there to make your finger look Ace Attorney massive. That, that was, was impressive. Yeah, that was good. That was impressive. I I okay. Full disclaimer: I have never played an Ace Attorney game, not one, not one. Me neither. No, me neither. I, I'm not, really? Has anyone ever actually played the game, no. or is it just the memes? I, I've watched the anybody, anime. Chat? Does There's anybody? An anime. In, yeah, does anybody in chat play? play Ace Attorney? Like, uh, let's say, does anybody in chat play Ace Attorney enough that they saw this and they were like, yes! That too. Yeah. Crickets, uh, crickets, crickets. Some, yeah, crickets and no. some no's. <laughs> <laughs> Who is playing Ace Attorney? I'm, I'm out of... Leave I'm a comment a, if you played Ace Attorney. I'm please. at a loss now. Who is... I, mean, I, I, I know someone from my convention circuit days sure that played you it. Yeah. Sure you yeah, do. Sure you do. They claim they played yeah. it. Is this the dude that was like, I know how you could get in for free? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Q has, played Q has played okay. Ace oh, okay. Attorney. Okay. Are you excited by the new Ace Attorney? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's a game I would like, too. It's not like one I look at and I'm like, that's, you know, that's crap. I get the premise. I know what you do. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I could die. You know, I like puzzles and deductive logic and reasoning and stuff like that. I probably would enjoy that. But then I'm like, eh, I'll just play Professor Layton instead. <laughs> 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 I'll just throw Professor Layton in there and do some of those puzzles. Yeah, Q, I, it probably is fun. I'm not bad-mouthing it. I just, I've never played one. I feel like, guys, day three was probably, if I had to pick out of the four, day three was probably the day that missed Sony the most. Like, if yeah, Sony was going to be there, go. I, I feel yeah. like day three really could have benefited from Sony being there, Jason. Yeah, definitely. Just needed that big anchor to make people talk about stuff. Right. And that's not to say, like, you know, the other days couldn't have benefited from Sony being there, too. <laughs> but just, like, watching all four days and the big announcements go up, day three really just felt, okay. Yeah, well, I, mean, I guess when, it's day three of E3. When you schedule something like a convention, you, you will have, you know, this is the big event for this day. And for something like E3, each day needs to be anchored by a large company of some kind. Hopefully one that actually makes a console, which means you have Microsoft, you have Nintendo, and of course, Sony. Which, that would be day, you know, three. <laughs> There's three of them, so that's three days. There yeah, you exactly. exactly. We did it. So if, if you don't have that you might as well cut one of the days out day four was big company nintendo and i think it a was. lot of people expected or or kind of were of the mind jason that hey if nintendo comes in here and has a strong performance they win e3 like it is literally theirs to take right now as far as having best in show uh and then they kind of didn't uh, there were lots of titles, lots of titles. Well, we're going to run them in a second, but just talking about their show as a whole first. 
They did show off lots of titles, but I think a lot of the ones people wanted more information on, they just weren't ready to give more information on or show them at all. Um, we didn't see like the Nintendo Switch Pro or whatever the hell they're, they're going to call it. So there was like no info on that. Uh, Zelda's kind of 35th anniversary came and went. Here's a Game & Watch version of the original and here's 30 seconds of a Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. Uh, I I, I kind of thought maybe there was a bit of a missed opportunity for Nintendo because they do have an awful lot of anniversaries running and they could have kind of themed a whole show off uh, off of that. But I, I didn't walk away like pissed off like some people did in Nintendo's. No, I didn't either. We didn't get to I mean, see we didn't see Metroid Prime Four like things were acknowledged, but as far as not being shown, we didn't see Metroid Prime Four. We didn't see the new console. We didn't see a lot of of things, but we did see. I'm gonna start it off with um, Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread. We did get some Metroid. We did get mm -hmm. some Metroid. It wasn't Metroid Prime Four, but it was Metroid Dread, made in that kind of two and a half D again that you like, Yod. Uh, with 3D in the cutscenes and some 3D oh, yes. stuff when they move the cameras. Um, in the vein, officially classed as Metroid 5. And uh, so it's kind of built on the back. If if you played the 3DS release, which I actually have to play it. I haven't finished it. Uh, it's been a while, so I'll have to start it over. But uh, the remake of Metroid 2 Samus Returns on the 3DS, if you play that, this is in that engine. Uh, and they've talked about this being like a story they've been in that's been in development for 15 years, but they haven't had right. the tech to do it. And then when they launched Samus Returns, that gave them, hey, now we can go tell that story too. Uh, very, very like nostalgic Metroid feel from this one for me. So although I didn't get to see Prime Four. This was one of the high points for me personally. Uh, now, you like this art style. Yeah. How are you on Metroid? It's not one we talk about a lot here yet. Uh, I mean, I enjoy Metroid. I enjoy the story. Um, when I was younger and, you know, in the Nintendo, original Nintendo days, I could not get past one level of it. <laughs> <laughs> the original's tough if, you, if you're not yeah. expecting oh, what yeah. to do there. Because it was, oh, yeah. when you think about it, it was one of the, like, first open world type things you know yes there was some gating by by abilities but it was there was no direction it was just oh, hey go just, you know what this way or that's that why way you had or... your, your nintendo power guide to let you know right <laughs> yeah, right yeah. right I, I did have a friend that was able to unlock the uh armorless version where you actually find out she's a girl oh yeah 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 so if you beat it in the the fast time she's right. in the credits she's standing there in her in her swimsuit in her bikini rather than her right or various it's a one piece. Is so, it a one so piece? I, I don't. I thought yeah, it was a bikini. So. I don't remember. Yeah, it's it's a, no. It's yeah. It's a one piece. The original one was a one piece full. You know, neck to. We're not talking eat. about those sites you visit, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. Uh, no, it's a bikini. But, uh, it's a bikini. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. 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 So there's a good ending where it's a one piece, and then the best ending acquired by playing yeah. for under an hour. Oh, okay. Samus ah. cannot be played in this form, and she's in a bikini. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all okay. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Um, I, how, many, how many weeks did you grind that to get a? Oh, I didn't. I just looked it up on. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Google's for. Right. <laughs> I'm definitely I, excited about this one, though. Yeah, it looks good. I, I find it interesting that she now has hips. Which all the other armors that she had before kind of hit all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's also like back in the day too, as far as what you were dealing with, as far as like eight bit graphics and sixteen bit graphics and things Wait, like that. Even obviously a little even easier. The prime. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're right. You're right. Prime too. Prime as well. Yeah. yeah uh, she. They hit her hips because they were all mechanical looking. Yeah. And armored, and now she's got the hourglass waist with. And then we have Metroid you know, Other M. The baby. Mm -hmm. The baby, other, the baby. Yeah. yeah, I like the I like the look of this and like look the trailer and everything. It's, it's almost like Metroid meets Alien. Like it's oh like yeah, kind of oh yeah, horror stalker thing. Yeah. I, remember, I actually watched a little bit of uh, I think it was on Treehouse afterwards. A little bit yep. of somebody yeah, uh, Treehouse playing it. Yeah, for a while, and they were like, oh my god, the things coming! Oh my god, there it is! Oh crap! And they're running away and everything. So yep. yeah, that was pretty cool. Have you have you played a Metroid recently, Jason? Uh, I last played Metroid. Uh, the NES one. <laughs> yeah. So you never even Pretty did Super Metroid then, huh? 
No, no, I didn't. Oh, that's one you gotta stream, man. You get it. Yeah, I think you gotta play that from now on. On oh, your Tuesday sure. streams, you gotta you gotta play through Super Metroid. Have <laughs> to games. Have to. Such a good game. Not in eighty-three other games I have to play. Yeah. <laughs> on games older than me, featuring Jason Winter. <laughs> <laughs> there are none of those. Uh, some other stuff, not, uh, you know, probably groundbreaking. It does look fun, Doc. I, I absolutely agree. Uh, Mario Party Superstars. Anybody a Mario Party fan? I am. I've played Mario Party. I've played even recent Mario Parties. But uh, I don't have a Nintendo, so I don't really get a chance to do it now. Yeah, I, lo Mario. I like Mario Party. I used to play an awful lot of Mario Parties on the N64. Ooh, on the yeah, N64. I think that's what I had when I mostly had with a group of friends that I had back in in Virginia. Yeah, there's I actually played it like a year ago with my nephew over at his place. So. On the on, on what Mario Party Eight or whatever. Little yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so and they played this on the Treehouse too. Um, it was such forced interaction that I had to shut it off. <laughs> it <laughs> was they, yeah, they were I all trying to be just funny and cutesy with each other, and I was like, yeah, go fuck yourselves. I'm done. Turned it <laughs> off. <laughs> I was like, it's Mario Party. Shut the hell up. Just sit down and, yeah, raise the left flag and the right flag. Just do it. Come on. Please stop. Um, then we're getting a new WarioWare as well. Advance Wars 1 and 2 reboot. That was huge, actually, for a lot of people uh, seeing that. And then uh, Kazuya uh, Mishima from Tekken is going to Smash. We saw Shin Megami Tensei 5, Tensei 5 trailer. We knew that was going to be there, though. That was spoiled. Uh, the release date was accidentally uh, listed on a uh, on a release. And then Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, which is a, re a kind of a packaging of the first three Super Monkey Balls. I love Super Monkey Ball. Like, Nintendo's games game. are just stupid fun sometimes. Mm -hmm. They're just stupid they, that's fun. That's their niche. They know what they're doing. They know yep. that's what they... They, they money absolutely off, so. do. And then you need a spot like that to go with the serious Halo and yeah, they, super they don't realistic need, driving games or whatever. Yeah. They don't yeah. need the advanced graphics. They've got the fun. Yeah. And then we got what is probably their biggest announcement, but not really an announcement. Uh, 30 seconds of what is presumably the Breath of the Wild 2. I think they just bill it as the sequel to Breath of the Wild right now. There's no like official yeah. numbering or naming on it yet. Uh, very much it's, in the same art style. We got about thirty seconds of video. One on minute that one. thirty-seven seconds. It says right there on the uh, in, in the article. Have you watched it? There's yeah, a lot of yeah. long it, fade to blacks. Okay, <laughs> but even so, even so, this was a better trailer than Starfield because that should show you the game. Wow. I, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. Because yeah, this is this is clearly in engine, you know, and mm -hmm. and is indicative of gameplay. I don't know. There's no UI. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't. I see a reticle. I, I see a reticle. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're wrong there, Jason. I I think that's that's an astute observation. I can't disagree with you that if you're looking for, you know, gameplay, that this is better than than Starfield's trailer. And then we watch this castle hover for like a minute. Like if you, that's why I joke about it being thirty seconds. Because when you watch it, there is a lot of fade to blacks, and this yeah, castle yeah, yeah, image yeah. is there for a while. All in all, what do you, what did you feel? What did you feel walking away from Nintendo show, Jason? I, mean, I felt like I feel every year. It's like, for the most part, I feel like I'm just too old for a lot of this stuff. Oh, <laughs> but it's good for the people. Wow, who I think he just, I think he just threw some shade at me. I'm just yeah, I'm just right, right there, yeah. I, I think he just threw some shade because I was I, like, I think he did. I'm Super Monkey Ball, really, Mike? I was like, I'm going to play Super Monkey Ball. I'm going to play <laughs> Mario Party. I'm going to play WarioWare. I'm going to play Metroid. Dude, I'm playing all this shit. Jason's like, yeah, this is for babies. <laughs> this stuff is for babies. <laughs> Yad, are you a baby? Are you, are you going to be playing any of this stuff? I like the Metroid. <laughs> Metroid, I think out of all fun. of them, yeah. I assume, not counting Zelda, because we have no information on that one. Metroid comes right. out, I think, in October of this year, so just a few months. Metroid, I think out of all of them, Metroid is the biggest day one purchase for me. The rest of them, I, I don't know. It'll be like whenever I get to them type deal. It, it makes me feel old that they could put the first Zelda into a watch. Yeah, right? <laughs> 
That's because yeah. we're all babies. <laughs> Jason, those are baby games. <laughs> Back in my day, we played Zelda. And <laughs> set the computer on. Set the all of those on fire. baby games. All right, so instead of games of the week, we're going to wrap it up here. I'm going to ask you for awards and then viewers in the comments below on YouTube or on Ready Check Radio. We want you to give us your awards in these three categories. So we'll start with we'll start with Yod, uh, and okay. we'll go with what was your biggest surprise? Whether it was an individual announcement, a game, the way a show went, whatever, your biggest E3 surprise um, I would uh, I, I'd actually have to say um, Metroid Dread because I did not expect them to be making something like that I think that's fair I think that's fair yeah. Jason what about you biggest surprise of E3 good bad indifferent whatever so to me, I think it was a little surprising because I was really expecting to. Uh, well, we had, we had like the big announcements. We had Starfield, we have Elden Ring, you got the Breath of the Wild 2. So all those big announcements showing off their big games. I was surprised we didn't see anything about Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, there was a blurb. Ooh, yeah. yeah, there was a blurb in the Square Enix show, but no trailer but, or anything like that. Yeah, that that surprised me. They didn't at least give us something about that. I mean, Yoshi P did say the late last year, more next year, and kind of seemed like, well, E3 is a good place to put that more yeah, next anyway. year, and no, it didn't happen. Even if it would have been just a crap minute and a half trailer like Starfield, you know, that would have been something. But yeah. <laughs> well, uh, they gave a blurb, though. That is more. Nah. That is more. <laughs> that is more. Honestly, honestly, you telling me that is the only indication I knew of that. I didn't know that. I didn't know either. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with my biggest surprise, just probably being how far ahead of everybody Xbox now is with the Game Pass. Uh, I mean, they are like, could you imagine like Nintendo? Nintendo's not even looking at it because they're just like, yeah. no. No. That would require them to do online things. Yeah. yeah. Those. Doc Holliday's biggest surprise was Pixel Remastered. Just wondering how they will look and how much they will cost. Well, we talked about Too both on the Relic Grind, and we showed some <laughs> pixel comparisons from the trailer. Uh, so go watch the Relic Grind if you haven't yet. Uh, most anticipated game, Jason. What is your personal most anticipated game? Honestly, for me, it's probably the Halo Infinite multiplayer. Like, wow. That's the one thing. Yeah. You're looking you know that how, forward to it. Or, you know or how, was everything you know how, else just shit? For you. Well, you know how I am, like with a lot of E3. Yeah, like, I know I have, you don't like I, baby games. You yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I look at like my Steam library and I look at other things, I'm like, I got like 50 games I need to play. So I look at E3 and I'm like, which of these do I want to play the minute it comes out? It's like, I'll get that maybe on a sale later. That looks kind of cool. Maybe I'll try that. Eh, maybe that looks, maybe I'll follow that, put it on my wish list, whatever. But the Halo Infinite multiplayer is the one thing I'm like, you know, I think when that comes out, I'm going to play it like day one. That's the only one that wow. really sparked that kind of, I want to get it. You know, immediately kind of thing. Wow. They done good. They done good. Yeah. I'm gonna give mine on this one to Metroid Dread. Uh this is probably my most anticipated because it's also one of the closer ones. Uh and I'll be able to get my hands on it. And it makes me want to right after this show charge up my uh my three DS so that I could actually finish Metroid or Samus Returns because I never finished it. So I have something that I can look forward to in the short term. Uh, so I'm going to give my most anticipated to Metroid Dread. Yod? Does it have to be a game? No. No, whatever you want. Your most anticipated whatever. I want whatever. that Razor face mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Razor's show, I guess we should talk about that for a second. Razor's show was pretty good. That that was actually going to be my best of show. Was it really? Razor? Yeah, okay, then the we'll save it. We'll save it. Yeah. That was stupid good. Like, I expected nothing out of that. <laughs> So we'll, we'll come back to it because the third and final award we will give, and I'll go first, is the best in show overall presentation. Which company, like, oh, and if you're wondering why we didn't mention Bandai Namco, uh, because they showed one trailer and then they gave the rest of their time to the play for all thing. Uh, they showed one trailer for the latest in the, the Chronicles games, uh, and that was it. Nothing else. Uh Overall presentation, I think, like, if I'm looking at it from a, a marketing or a, a journalistic standpoint, I think you have to give it to Xbox and Bethesda. They simply did what gamers want 
out of an E3 presentation. Here's a trailer, 15 seconds. Here's a trailer, 15 seconds. Here's a trailer, 15 seconds. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, whether or not you like the games, I'm talking about from a style and presentational standpoint, you probably got to give it to them. My personal favorite, though, um, my personal favorite, the one that I like the most, I, it was Nintendo. <laughs> and this is going to make me a baby game. Uh, <laughs> baby gamer. Because I sat there uh, watching Nintendos, and I was like, they're going to get so much money off of me. <laughs> I want to play all of these. I have a big shit-eating grin on my face. I'm just like, monkeys and balls. Yes, oh. let's do it. Babies do eat shit. You know, they, they'll eat their own poops. So, yeah. so I will gladly wear the title of Baby Games. From a journalistic standpoint, I give it to Xbox. From a personal my heart standpoint, I give it to Nintendo. What do you got, Jason? Again, I have to give it to Xbox Bethesda. But on the other hand, if you, if you want kind of the backup you know, choice. Even though, not technically E3, I, I really do have to kind of give it to the the kickoff Summer Game Fest thing. That was like one of the things that Jeff Keighley did on like last Thursday, just because it was yeah. kind of like that. Only because they really did focus on the games. It was just a little yeah, bit did. of talking in between. A lot of great stuff they showed off there, including of course Elden Ring at the, at the very end. So that maybe it's just because that was the first thing we were all still fresh then and weren't like worn out by like Monday or two. But <laughs> that was the only thing besides the Bethesda. Nintendo or yeah, Xbox Bethesda thing that I really actually and they kind of like, scooped the shit out of E3 with that Elden oh, yeah, Ring yeah, drop. They, yeah. did. they really did. They totally did. They really did. Uh, Yod, we kind of spoiled yours because none of us knew right. you were going to say that. Apologies, right. but you're going to give yours <laughs> uh, overall presentation to Razor. Yeah, to Razor because I mean Q and I were chatting on Discord while we were watching it, and to both of us it felt like the old Steve Jobs Apple presentation, and it was amazing. Their presenter was engaging. He obviously was very invested in everything they're putting out, or he acted like it at least. And the things they showed off was really cool. It makes me actually want to go out and get a Razer laptop. I mean, god dang. Good marketing. <laughs> right? Yeah, that was good marketing. And of course, you know, Project Hazel, their face mask, it's a little bit late, but I still want one. I really, really still want one. Yeah, I, I was actually impressed by how entertaining that show was. Uh, and I'm a, a little bit of a Razer baby, like not huge. Like looking around, I have a Razer keyboard and a Razer mouse. But everything else is like Elgato or, you know, or like Dell equipment. Or uh, I do like the Asus Predator monitors and stuff like that. Um, All right. So I'm not a huge Razer baby because they do tend to get very, very pricey just because they say Razer. Mm -hmm. uh, but that presentation was very, very interesting. I, I got to give it to you. Yeah. That's a good choice. That is a good choice. And it, how, how he casually kind of went, well, all the other stuff is shit, but yeah. ours are top quality. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So final word on E3. I'd be interested in your take before we wrap up here, uh, Jason. Is E3 relevant anymore? Does E3 need to be a thing anymore? What do you see as like the future of this conference? I could see there being a like repository or a, a thing where everybody shows off all their stuff. But I, and I think a lot of companies can't necessarily do that on their own and get the the presence they really want or don't want to. But obviously as we've seen with Nintendo doing its thing and with whatever Sony's going to do and with the Summer Game Fest, there are ways to do that outside of E3. I just mm -hmm. I don't know if E3 like vanished tomorrow could Game Fest take over all that stuff and say, hey, we'll present Sony and Nintendo and everybody and could everybody else do that thing? So at some level, it does kind of need to exist, but it might not for long. People might find other ways to deliver those kind of messages without them. What do you think, Yod? I think it, an event like E3 needs to exist. But after having been in convention circuits for so long, there's always going to be an event like that. And I think video game events are now coming to the point where anime conventions were a year or so ago, or even more than that. But there's more and more of them coming up because the companies are deciding they can, you know, Microsoft can do their own, Sony can do their own, Nintendo can technically do their own. So the large companies can technically do their own thing, especially with virtual conventions and stuff like that, where news gets out so much faster. So unless next year, when they if they do it 
live and in person and they throw an event that is unique to them unique to that in person experience they 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 can go <laughs> yeah i'll i'll sum up a little shorter than i did when we were talking about it on mr happy's channel just for those of you that have watched all these shows you don't need to hear me say it again uh it needs to be shorter it absolutely if you don't have the if you have announcements for 4 days fine make it 4 days if you don't have announcements for 4 days that's fine make it 2 uh next year i think provided they do an in person thing right and hopefully things keep continuing along the path they are now and and they can do that if they could do that e3 is probably pretty big next year uh yeah. just because people would want to get out and go see right. it right Long term, I think E3 has to ditch this mythos that the ESA, I believe, still thinks that that event has. It doesn't. It doesn't have the mythos that it did 10, 15, 20 years ago. But there's still a place for that convention. Look at the successes of Gamescom and some of the PAXs, Gamescom in particular, you know, right. and their attendance going up and up and up and the, the big reveals. It's a good stage for the indies to get on, but only if the big guys are coming to play too, because that's what brings the eyeballs, and then the indies get some eyeballs as part of the process. You got to find a different reason for those big companies to want to be a part of it. And it right. isn't just getting your message out anymore. Why compete with everybody to get your message out in four days when you can wait three weeks until the event's over and have the weekend news cycle to yourself, which is exactly right. what Sony's going to do. Uh, so I think the the event does need some rebranding or refocusing uh, to long term be successful, gentlemen. Great yeah, show, dude. everybody. Thank you for watching. Let us know what you think in the comments below, and of course, give your awards there. Torchwick not streaming after today's stream. Uh, he's at a graduation party, but uh, Tarkoth will be live later tonight. So make sure you're following us on Twitter and everywhere else. And we'll let you know when he's going live so you can come hang out. Of course, we'll be back here with another episode of Gaming Gumbo next Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Until then, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Artworks at Twitter. Yod Artworks on Facebook. Not next week with Faye. Possibly on her channel on Monday. But right here on Gaming Gumbo. Jason. On Twitter and Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, and we'll tweet at you every time we go live with one of our three podcasts or our streamers. Stay safe. See you on the servers. <laughs>